0: Hello and welcome, family, to another episode of Beyond Six Figures, the podcast that helps you crack the code and break the mold of old habits and thinking. I'm your host, Yazi, and it is my mission to help you cultivate a mindset that is worth more than millions. Today is uh, another day we're doing some more unpacking. We're going to review the ideas and insights that have been coming to me around living a principled, centered life. So, without further ado, let's get into it. What's good, family? How are we doing out there? Hope your day is going well. Uh, Just fix me a, a cup. Look, if you like the content that I'm producing, like always, I would love to hear and see your support. And you can support by following the newsletter that is going to be uh, linked in the show notes. And I send it out every week. It's called Your Weekly Agreement. It's where I share my thoughts, ideas, insights, and things that I'm listening to and stumbled upon. uh, All in the hopes of continuing to build community. So, if you you like what you hear here and if you'd like to continue to follow go ahead and click that link and sign up you'll be getting that every Friday on the dot morning right in time enough for your, your cup of coffee and speaking of cup of coffee I got mine's right here all right <laughs> so today today we're talking about living a principled centered life and I like always like to start with the stories. If you listen to my last episode, you know that I've been going through this reflection period. I've been reflecting on the past few years of me moving, having moved to uh, to the West Coast, and stumbling upon my old journals gave me more insight about who I've been and. And honestly who I've become and some of it was okay and not all of it was easy to digest so in more unpacking of this because it never truly stops but in 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 light of unpacking the the reality of it all, I read more of my journals and I'm starting to realize that you know I always had this longing to want to be this principle certain person I always wanted wisdom and i asked for that and i asked for adventure as well so how do you live or establish a principle-centered life now if you're familiar with the term that means you may have read the book the habits of uh seven habits of highly effective people by stephen Covey, covey which is like one of my bibles and to me, a Bible, for sure, is just a uh, a source, a cornerstone in your life. So you may have a few books. You, like throughout your life, if you're a reader, and me, I'm slowly becoming more of a reader or a more, I would say, effective reader. Um, some books you will read more than once. And I think you should have at least about 10 of those books that you consider to be like the core Of who you are if people were to pick up those 10 books they they know who you are so and one of those books for me is uh the seven habits of highly effective people because he talks about paradigm shifting he also uh the man or the ideal person in that book to me is a man of principle man of value it's a up it's a um it's a righteous man it it gives me that vibe it almost feels like the man that you read about in proverbs um so, having lived this past three years in some ways wishing to be a principle centered person, I see the results of what longing does for a person, and it doesn't It doesn't exactly give you what you're looking for. It's okay to wish, but you can you cannot continue to wish so where maybe i felt I've fallen short is applying some of that. And consistently applying it and going back to it. So, what are principles? Well, principles are truths that derive from values and experiences. They are also they also carry wisdom and warnings. Uh, principles are the lighthouse. I love saying that because they they are not they don't change. Situations may change, practices may change, but principles will ne- will remain the same. You know, uh, there's a quote by Lincoln. It says, people pass away, but principles will live on. That should give some insight on how important principles are, which is why we need a set of principles of our own. So here are my three principles that I'm going to just establish here and say that I'm applying more and more in my life And I'm using them to my benefit. One is 100% responsibility. Looking at this through my life, being 100% responsible looks like accepting my role, my part that I've played in whatever situation or experience that I'm experiencing. This means that I cannot put the responsibility off to someone else. I can't... uh, because maybe I'm embarrassed or I might be the person at fault, I cannot play the victim. It removes that opportunity for me. So being 100% responsible is also being 100% accountable, self-accountable, holding other people accountable because you, you have a responsibility to do so. No matter how bad it hurts, no matter how much it's uncomfortable, Being 100% responsible is a requirement in my eyes. How can I be more responsible or how can you be more responsible? Well, as I said and as I mentioned, when you accept this paradigm or you accept this principle, you start seeing that when you acknowledge that you have a role to play in everything that you experience it's not saying that you have control over everything that happens to you. What it is is that you can't control something. You may not be able to control everything, but you can control something, and that something usually is you and your response and your reactive nature, your attitude, all those things. And that's what being 100% responsible means to me. That's how I understand it to be and look to continue to apply and go deeper and deeper into this principle in my life no matter whatever the challenges are there is something that i can do now i can't remain upset mad and downtrodden about my situations or circumstances because to be 100 percent responsible is admitting that where you are and what you're experiencing is partly because of who you are you eventually have to get over it and nobody everybody doesn't want to hear that in the moment However, if you are being 100% responsible, if you are being honest with yourself, that you know for a fact that you can change, and only you can tend to change, your situation. Because your situation doesn't change until you change. And you cannot be a victim. At all. You can't play victim, you can't remain in a victim state because those two things... Do not mesh well. The second thing is always building my kingdom. Now, I changed the words a little bit because I like the idea of a kingdom more than castle. If you're familiar with this, then you know the book Chop Wood, Carry Water. I suggest that for a lot of people who want to get a better understanding and relationship with the process that you're going through. It talks about that. And I translate this into meaning every moment counts every action and inaction counts if you work in a nine-to-five and you show up and you decide that hey today i don't feel like giving my all then tomorrow hey today i still don't feel like giving my all this is only temporary i'm not going to be here long so you give half-ass work you're only taken away from yourself there's a story that he shares in this book which is something that i need you to remember and I'm going to give you, like, the paraphrase version of it. There was this architect who was one of the best architects in the world. He was great at what he did. He worked for this company, and he always had a dream of building his own house. But I guess either in the, the pursuit of being great or whatever, he just never got around to building his own house. So when he was set to retire, he told the company, the company said, oh, We hate to see you go, but you served us so well. We have this one project that we need you to do. Just one more project. So they convinced him to build this one last house. And they say, look, you can, here go the resources for whatever you need. Just go ahead and go, go to work. Just do your thing. And him thinking that this was for someone else, he built a house that was perceivably like it was well, it was good, but it wasn't his greatest work. And the the, the caveat or the, the the irony is was the company gave him the house. How would it feel to know that you've had the resources, you've been giving the you've been given the resources, you've been given the um the the the, the support to build what you want right and all you have to do is give your all to it to turn around and live in a house that you gave half assness to you didn't give it your best so now someone else is living in your best work because you've given your best work to someone else but you did not have the decency to give to build yourself a better kingdom so what you do for others you should be doing for yourself What you do for yourself, you do for others. Work can be tiring. Work can be mundane. Life can get to a point where you don't see much change at all. However, every day, in every way, you're building your kingdom. You're building your house. Or you're subtracting from it. You're either building it up or you're tearing down your foundation. I would like to think that you're building. And how that house stands is really everything that you put. So, in some way, it's, there's no such thing as subtraction. You're always adding to the house, you're always adding to the foundation. And it either will crumble or stand the test of time. So, I like that idea of always building your kingdom. Because more than a castle, a kingdom is something worth building. The third principle I would like to explore is adding extreme value where you are. This is something that I come up with in my life. My generation has definitely got the marker for being the generation who are, we are more adventurous, we're more unconventional than our, our elders. We don't want to work the nine to five. A lot of us are want one, entrepreneurs. We're in the marketplace trying to pull from the marketplace by adding some type of value. Some of us don't want to add a lot of value. We don't really want to quote-unquote work. But it takes work in order to earn the trust of others in order for them to spend with us. We have to add value. And the reality hits you that you can't quit your day job. You got to give your all where you are because you've met them. And I've been one of those people where six months here, maybe a year here, three months over there, six months here, just constantly looking, searching, trying new things. Great. And in some ways it works out in your favor because if you're really cognizant, you're acquiring new skills And you're becoming better as you evolve and come from one place to the next. So adding extreme value is simply growing where you are. The rose grew out of the concrete because that's where it was planted. And the environment provided the necessary resources for it to grow. But if the rose was too focused on the fact that it's not in a greener pasture, it doesn't have whatever it needs or whatever its counterparts are. If it was too aware of all the things that it lacked, it would have never grown at all. So I'm saying this from my experience is that, and to you, wherever you are working, it's a reason that you're there. It's a reason that you have this job. And I'm not going to tell you to necessarily be happy with a shitty job, but work on yourself with what you have. Work on you more than you work on the job, but still give your best at the job while working double time on you. Adding extreme value, it's not releasing or... The idea that you want something better for yourself. It's actually embodying the idea that you are better for yourself. That you have better and you can earn better. So maybe climb the ladder just a little bit to the point where you add so much value to the company that they have to keep you. So adding extreme value is not me saying to give up on those dreams. Instead, claim those dreams. Be that person today. Add the value and watch yourself grow and change and evolve. It won't be the easiest thing, but it's a worthy idea. I hope that this served you well. Remember, my goal is to help you live a more harmonious life. The idea of me sharing these insights and about principles is because we need a compass. We are all looking for somewhere to go. We all want to arrive in a place that we would like to reside. And I wanna see you get there. So if you have more thoughts and more ideas you wanna add to what I've already said, please shoot your boy email. And I'll leave that also in the comments below. But remember, if you'd like to hear this type of content, if you want to continue to stay in touch with me, follow the newsletter that I release every Friday, uh, just in time for your cup of coffee, sharing my insights, experiences, and much, much more. So until I see you, be great, be vigilant, be curious, be you. Peace.